Yo, I'm Chad. And this is Eric. And together we are... Japan! Welcome... To the future. Yeah. Specifically, Back to the Future 2. With hoverboards. Yeah, and flying cars. Yeah, and uh, less hot Jennifer. Let's let's face it. Jennifer, when they uh, replaced her, got way less hot. I know, man. That's too bad. And, uh, what, Jaws 19? Yep, and uh, making fun of the 80s. Back yeah, in yeah. the 80s. Oh, yeah, man. Sweet. So it's 2015. This is a big year. It's huge. A lot of people have been talking about 2015. <laughs> <laughs> it's halfway to 2020 yeah. if you count word, this decade. Word on the streets is 2015 is a big deal. I mean, for me, it always takes five years into a decade before I realize the other decade's done. Yeah. Like, it was 2005 before I was like, shit, the 90s didn't just end. (laughs) It really is. And so now it's like 2015. I'm like, wow, the early 2000s, they were a while ago now. Dude, VH1, I saw VH1 did like, uh, I love the 2000s. Oh, yeah, I watched it. I was like, (laughs) wait, you could do that now? It's been long enough you could do that? Yep, and I did watch it. Yeah, I mean, because, well, the early 2000s, it's been long enough, you know, like, there's a lot of shit, there's a lot of shit that I did like 10 years ago this you know there's like there's a, a lot of important stuff that i did 10 years ago and 20 years ago and mm-hmm. so i'm looking back on those things like holy shit that was 10 years ago fuck that was 20 years ago yeah what's dude, happening in one in one year i will been i'll have been in new york city for 10 years mm. and that's crazy it's a crazy milestone yeah yeah i never thought it would outlast my feuding landlords but i just met the new owner of our building today mm-hmm. and he's awesome yeah. he's like he's like hey shit falling apart I'm a contractor. I got that. Boom. Yeah. yeah, and he's nice. So in honor of 2015, and this being the first podcast of the new year, mm-hmm. we got to talk about the nerd things that we are most pumped for in 2015. Yeah. No matter what they are, as long as they're kind of nerd, as long as there's something <laughs> that would come up on this podcast. Yep. Boom. We got to talk about it. So let me start off with something that's uh, the most recent thing that's going to happen this is going to be big for us next weekend chad mm. taken three taken for the third i'm so fucking pumped for taken three <laughs> even liam neeson's pumped he's like dude this is so good he's like i told him if someone was going to get taken again i wasn't going to do it yep he's like because our fans aren't idiots yes you can't keep taking so <laughs> you just, just take and take yeah. and take what the fuck get out of that relationship <laughs> our fans would get out of that relationship yeah <laughs> so I'm pumped. It's, it comes out this week. Mm-hmm. So me and you need to see it. Okay. Got to see it. And we got to do full spoiler podcast. We only reserve this for a couple special movies. Yes. We've got to do full podcast next week. Taken three. All right. Just I'm break, on it. It, break down the awesomeness of it. Taken three. We'll do it. Yeah. I'm looking, I'm looking forward to it. I've seen the trailer. It's pretty great. He's like, guess what, everyone? I'm back, and it's me versus the United States government. Yes, and we finally gave the people what we want. We killed my bitch ex-wife. Oh man! Woo! Yo, she. I just realized something. The uh, the ex-wife turned girlfriend on the side, maybe. Yeah. Uh, in Taken, is the head witch from Hansel and Gretel. Of course, Famke Johnson. Dude, it was probably her greatest role ever. Ah, she was great in that. Yeah. When she first appeared, I was like, wait a second. Isn't that no? Couldn't it be? Like I, I thought, I thought she was somebody else for a second. Usually really? when.
she's usually when she shows up, Wolverine is not far behind. Oh, that's true. That's oh, all right, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> that's putting it all in perspective. See, I thought she was. Uh, I, I'm I'm blanking on her name. Famka uh, Johnson. No, no, I thought she was Julia Roberts for a second. Jean Grey. Oh, she kind of does look like a Julia Roberts sister. You know, if she does like the open mouth smile, it would have been yeah. totally her. Mm. You know, that's her thing is looking like a, you know, open her mouth and smiling like ah. Yep. Big goofy grin. All right. Yeah. So taken three. We're pumped. It's this weekend. Mm. We gotta go see it so we can both talk about it together. Cool. And if you're a real fan, you'll go see it too. <laughs> <laughs> if not. You better skip our pod, the next podcast. It's true. You know, for everybody who who uh, who bared with us during the Cora years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for the last two years, where we got really hyped about an animated TV show that you may or may not have, have watched. Yeah. Well, get ready for some Taken. Well, you know, we, we used to do Young Justice, too. We always find one cartoon to geek out over for a while. But Cora's done. Sure. Taken three specific podcasts next week. Hey, you know what? Some people they listen to even though we do full spoilers. Sometimes some people like to listen to that to get pumped to decide if they're going to see the movie. Anyways, that's true. That's true. So because we you know we're not talking about Oscar movies. Well, no. this one's definitely going to make my fake Oscars to this year. <laughs> well, let me, speaking speaking of Oscars, yeah, uh, there's a member of my household who uh, who votes on the Screen Actors Guild Awards. Oh shit! So we got some DVDs in the mail. Awesome screeners. Yeah, dude. Oh, but... <laughs> you have to watch. Now, do you just you just watch the good ones, right? And you let her watch the shitty ones. Well, it's like it's like you get you got to take your pick, you know. So yeah. like I'm looking at like this handful of DVDs, and I'm like, ah, God, what is there that I like in this pile? Because usually there's like one. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to uh, the imitation game. You know, okay. heard it was good. You just got to look for the ones that are really cool, but they're only nominated in like special effects or makeup categories. Those yes. are the only good ones you can find. You know, best soundtrack. I like any like the sound work. You know, you don't really mm. see those uh, awards given out on TV, but they're there. Mm. Yeah. So uh, so anyway, I'll, I'll let you know. We haven't watched any of them yet. Yeah. Yeah. I want updates as you go. Yeah. But you know, it's like it's gonna be like a lot of movies with some good acting. Mm-hmm. You know, for some awards. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm looking forward to so something that was supposed to come out on election day, but was delayed. You know, which is usually a good thing. Is this RPG for the Wii? Actually, it's on multiple platforms called Citizens of Earth. Citizens of Earth. Yeah, this is a. It's kind of like an Earthbound style RPG where you play as like regular people, but it's okay. an RPG and silly and funny. I uh I I uh, was one of the finals in the uh character creation contest mm. with my puppeteer character. I lost out to B Girl, sadly. So <laughs> so B Girl is in the game. What's B stand for? I don't know, like a B, like a honeybee. Oh, I oh. always say B for like bitch. <laughs> I'm like stop like, you know, like don't don't be such a B. Shut the front so, door, B girl. Yeah, I know I have no idea. I didn't see the picture. No, anything, oh, so. excuse me, it was beekeeper girl. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Be the insect. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Also, I got a free copy for landing in the finals. Awesome. So can't wait for that download code. Ooh. It looks fun. It looks a lot of fun. Wish they picked my character. <sighs> um, Something I'm looking forward to huge is catching up on all new X-Men. Mm. I think I'm like eight issues behind. And, I mean, a huge fan of the X-Men. This brought me back into it. Love it. It can do no wrong. Mm-hmm. I've loved every single issue of it. It's amazing. Although, well, there's also Amazing X-Men. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm kind of into that one, too, because I love Nightcrawler, and he's back in that one. Yeah. So I probably need to catch up on that one, too. But I am just pumped to catch up on all new X-Men. Dude, 
everyone is calling this latest arc in all new X-Men like some of the greatest X-Men that there ever was. Oh shit. And spoiler alert, uh old new Scott Summers, young Scott Summers, yeah. Outer Space Adventures. Oh yeah. That Ooh, was the yeah. last last issue I saw was he was like, Yo, I just found out my dad's alive. See ya. Yep. <laughs> We're going into space with them. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. Was like I was like, awesome. Finally. Good. Change. Change is good. Um Oh, I'm looking yeah, I'm looking so, forward I'm looking forward to a ton of video games. Well, hold on. So, uh, yes. I just want to put a bow on that new all X-Men. So, yep. I just want to let you know, Chad, I'm <laughs> really, really looking forward to all new X-Men. <laughs> Wink. Yeah, I'm your I'm your uh, comic sugar daddy, I guess. Smiley face emoticon. <laughs> Even though it would only cost you uh, $9 a month to sign up for Marvel's Unlimited series. It is a pain I've in tried. the ass. It's I've pain. tried. I fucking tried to get uh, digital subscriptions. It, it doesn't work. Yep. It Every time I go on there, it gets all complicated, man. I'm I'm digital savvy, and I'm not like fucking like you know like I'm not I'm not tapping my computer screen thinking it's like an iPhone or anything, yeah. uh, you know, or fucking microwaving my remote control. Yep. But every time I get on there, it like leads me in circles. Yep. So I've fuck had, you. I've had the Marvel. same experience, and like like we've always said, like can like convene the need for convenience breeds piracy. Yes. That's all. Yeah. Make it easy, and I will pay. Yep. God, as soon as they made music easy, I'll pay for music now. I mean, well, not anymore. I mean, <laughs> first I was like super illegal music. Then I actually paid for it. Mm-hmm. And now I just go on YouTube and just listen because yeah. they fucking canceled the iPods. So why should I listen to, why should I buy music anymore if I can't put on an iPod? Yeah. So now I just go on YouTube sometimes. Well, buying, so. buying a game online is super easy, especially with like a humble, a humble bundle. Yeah, like right right now, there's a humble bundle up for uh, games done quick, which mm-hmm. I've been watching a ton of. Which is, uh, it's up on Twitch, Twitch.tv/slash/games-done-quick. It's basically a bunch of professional speedrunners getting together with a live studio audience and crushing <laughs> video games and talking about like all the crazy glitches and exploits that they're going to use as they're doing it. And like people like applaud when they do something really technically hard. It's a lot of fun, and it's raising money for uh, for cancer research. So it's you know it's awesome. The best. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, I like humble humble bundle. One of our listeners told us about the Transformers comics they had on humble bundle. I went right on there, popped my fifteen bucks down, and spent my next two weeks of lunch breaks reading them. <laughs> Didn't even get to all of them. Dang. Uh, another thing I'm looking forward to is. Mario Kart DLC, dude, in March I think March May. or May, one of the two. May. Yeah, I think there's more Mario Kart downloadable tracks and characters. I think another eight tracks, another three characters. I uh, I hope they do this till the end of time. Yep, just twice a year, just keep putting out more characters, more tracks, and maybe, just maybe, eventually, fucking make a new battle. That's zone. what we all want, man. I mean, I would pay. Like another twenty bucks for another battle mode. Oh my god! Look how much people love Super Smash Brothers. Okay, people could like Mario Kart battles that much. Yeah, I'm sorry you could. You get in your own vehicles. You customize. You, you pick different characters. You customize your vehicles. And if you made good arenas, the potential is limitless. Yeah, man. We spent so many hours on Crash Team Racing just in battle modes. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to more Mario Kart tracks. And uh, more characters. And like I said, I hope they just keep doing it. Just keep doing it, man. Eventually, we'll have Mega Man in a cart. 
Exactly. You know, it's like just plunk down. I don't know how many dollars to uh, to Namco and and yeah. or Capcom, and get get like Pac Man, Mega Man. You know, Sonic. I mean, they'll mm-hmm. whore out him. You know, no matter what. Why not? Hell yeah. But in the meantime, I I hope that the next uh, the next round the next patch gives us more uh, amiibo costumes, like racing suits, because those are cool. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to uh, the Mega Man successor, Mighty Number no. Nine, finally coming out in quarter two, 2015. Mm. And that's like, you know, they really screwed over Capcom. Screwed over the, uh, you know, the guy who made Mega Man, Mega Man's dad. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, they teased him. We were saying like, oh yeah, yeah, we're gonna develop this new Mega Man. It's gonna be great. And no, we're canceling it. And we're not doing any more Mega Man ever. So oh. he broke off and did his own, basically, Mega Man spinoff. And nice. it's crowd, crowdfunded, made millions of dollars in crowdfunding, and it's finally coming out, and it looks gorgeous. Oh, cool. Yeah. So that'll be like a $20 download, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It finally comes out. And we haven't seen anything about it yet, besides some blurry pixels, but the new Star Fox game is going to be, hopefully, going to be coming mm. out in, like, fall 2015, and the new Zelda game, too. Wow. And Zelda's going to be like Skyrim, mm-hmm. like Skyrim Zelda. Like the last Zelda that I'm going to talk about a little later is like, um, it's like, uh, oh God, I'm, I want to say Destiny Warriors. <laughs> Hyrule Warriors? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, it's it's oh. a spinoff of a different game oh. that I'm blanking on. Wow. Horrible. Well, game. while you blank, here's something I'm looking forward to this year. Yes. All right. This might lose part of our fan base here. Okay. There's a book coming out. Uh-oh. And I'm so fucking pumped. <laughs> We're talking like four boners right now. Wait, is it the sequel to uh, to another book? You are correct. Is it a sequel to the, that book with the Oasis? The Oasis? No. Just let me tell you. Is it is it Ready Player Two? No. No. Ready Player One was okay. Uh-huh. It wasn't as good as it could have been. Okay. Like I love Ready Player One. Like what they put it through. I mean, the storytelling itself wasn't that great. Okay. You know, they, they fucking fast forward through a lot of plot development. It's true. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, no, this is the fucking vampire book to end all vampire books. Okay. As soon as I read, as soon as I started, by the way, the author is Justin Cronin. Okay. And this is the third book. The first one, I guess they call it the Passage series because the first book was called The Passage. The second book was called The Twelve. And the third one coming out in October is City of Mirrors. Hmm. It's a vampire apocalypse movie, a book. When I read it, I looked up the addresses of all the other authors that ever wrote a vampire book, went to their houses, knocked on the doors, <laughs> and fucking slapped them across the face and said, don't fucking write about vampires unless you're this guy. <laughs> this guy nails it so good. It's it. That's wow. it. This is fucking it. Read these three books. Justin Cronin, The Passage, The Twelve, City of Mirrors in October 2015. I mean, I can't even tell you how much better this is than fucking anything ever associated with vampires. Wow. It's that good. Cool. It's that good. It's like if they took, uh, no, I can't even tell you. I don't know. Like, (laughs) I'm glad I read The Strain. The Strain Uh was a vampire apocalypse uh, trilogy. I'm glad I read that first because I read that and I was like, huh, not bad. You know, Mm -hmm. TV show, not bad too. And uh, thank God I read that first because if I tried to read that after this, I'd be like, no fucking way. This just crushes everything. It's that good. If you're into vampire apocalypse shit. Cool. This is it. Just do it. And even if you're not into it, if you read this, you might be into it. It's that good. Okay. 
was that good storytelling. And wow. each each book is like a thousand pages, mm-hmm. and it probably took me a week both times. Damn. Like, See, I, uh, I I would read I would read another thousand pages novel. It's been a while. Like I got I think like the last thousand pager I picked up was like. Uh, a feast for crows and after that i was like no more <laughs> no mas <laughs> these are good now i do admit it does take a little bit to get into it because uh years ago i picked this up um at like a uh, barnes and noble and sat down for like 20 minutes and tried reading it and i couldn't i was like oh this sucks mm. um it uh, the first hundred pages is a little slow and i know that's usually the death knell for any book but trust me i mean it's it it just takes a while to set up all these characters and just this epicness. Hmm. Um so then when everyone was telling me how good it was, um jeez man. I mean, I can't even tell you. Sweet titties. <laughs> how good this book was. So Awesome. So yeah. You got 10 months to go read the first two. All right. I'm sold. I'm sold. I'll go I'll look, I'll go look up a PDF. There you. Sweet. I'm uh, all right. Last last thing about video games. You know, did you see a trailer for Splatoon? No. It's this it's like a it's like a third person shooter, but it's team based and everybody plays. It's like um it's like a it, it's like an arena fight where everybody has paint guns. Yeah. And uh you you do kill people by like uh by hitting them with the paint guns, but the goal is to cover as much of the arena with your uh color paint as possible. Mm. So you have a bunch of like power-ups that pertain to that, like a giant water balloon bomb or like a giant paint roller and stuff. And the kicker is that like you're running around as these humans, uh, humanoid people, but you're actually squids that can yeah. transform. And so huh. you can you can um, swim as a squid uh, along anywhere that your team has painted with your color. Mm-hmm. So you can be like teleporting to the other side of the map. Or just like swimming really, really fast through like your color, or like somebody's like, like, like up top, you know, sniping other dudes with your color, and you're popping up in their position. I mean, it's a really cool mechanic. Well, cool. So I'm looking forward to that, and the and the, of course I'm lo- I'm only looking forward to Wii U things. I've given up on the other two, yeah. <laughs> on the X Bone and the PS4. I'm just like, you know, I'm just I'm just gonna be excited about one system. I gotta be a one system guy, and this is the this is my territory. I've dug in my my feet like a diglet, yeah. and here I am. It's good stuff, man. It really is. Like I said, you know, it's quick and easy. That's probably the best part. Yeah, exactly. Um, another thing I'm looking forward to, obviously, Avengers two. Oh yeah, Avengers two. About it's gonna time. be good. We're pumped. You know, it's like. All those other, it's like when you go to a good, I know I've used this analogy before. You go to a good restaurant and you're waiting for your steak. And like, here's some fucking great breadsticks. And you're like, mmm. Here's your beer ahead of time. Mmm, you know. Here's some mozzarella sticks. Mmm, but eventually you get that steak. And, you know, Thor 2 was the breadsticks. <laughs> Iron Man 3 was the beer. Yeah. Captain America 2 was the mozzarella sticks. And that was the best uh, of the appetizers. But, you know, main course is finally here. Yeah. Let's fucking do it. So, yeah. I mean, we, you know, you know it's going to be good. Yep. It's like you uh I, I feel like we I feel I filled up a little bit on the chips and salsa. Captain yep. America 2 and Iron Man 3. Yeah, you know, a lot of comic book movies, so there's not a lot of downtime. You're right. So you filled up a little bit. Yeah, but you know, it's months now. And it, yeah. or it will be at least, you know, like when it comes out. This is one of those movies it can't possibly fail. Yeah. I can't. I'm sorry. 
You cannot convince me otherwise. Yeah, well, it, it doesn't have to be the greatest movie of all time, but it can't possibly fail. It's just going to be, it's going to offer too much stuff for anyone to be like, that sucked, man. No, it's not going to suck. I'm sorry. It's not. It's just going to be good. I mean, they've already given us some reveals, and it looked great. You know? Yeah, exactly. It's like, all right, here's here's the villain. Here's what it looks like. Here's these two new characters. Here's what they look like. Yeah. It looks great. All right. Yeah. James James Spader, I think, is Ultron. Yep. Yeah. Like and the, you know. and I I don't know if you've seen the the Vision uh, stuff so far, but the Vision looks like he's gonna be cool. No, dude, I didn't even know about the Vision. Fuck yeah, Vision baby. Awesome. Yeah, it looks good. You know, back, anyway, back and not fucking Ghost Vision. We're talking green and red and yellow yeah. Christmas Vision. <laughs> the real deal. Awesome. See, every, you know. Back back in the day before Agents of Shield came out, everybody was saying, "Oh my god, dudes! Oh my god, Agent Coulson is the Vision. They're gonna bring it back. He's gonna be half a robot, and he's gonna be in Avengers two, and it's gonna be amazing." Yeah. And unfortunately, that did not come to pass. No. Now it's gonna be Paul Bettany who was Jarvis this whole time. Awesome. Yeah, even better. So yeah, this movie may or may not be excellent, but is guaranteed to be good, and that's all we need. Yeah. Joss so. Whedon does a good job. Uh, Mixing action with humor with fan service. It's gonna be good, and and they look like the characters we know. You know, mm-hmm. they don't try to be like, all right, what's well, the fucking modern times like some of those X Men movies? Yeah. We had to give them black leather, <laughs> black leather. <laughs> all right, we could either give them their costumes or we could give them fucking sex dungeon costumes. <laughs> you, know? you know, Marvel's like we're not afraid of bright colors. Yep. We're Marvel, so they're gonna look basically how they're supposed to. Awesome. Well, Thank I, you. I feel like, you know, we, we've turned that corner finally, and they've said, all right, you know, the fa- the fans are now directing the movies, you know, mm-hmm. and they're like, okay, we're going to make this work within certain constraints. So they're like, all right, you can sexify or leatherify, et cetera, et cetera, uh, this costume, but it has to look a certain way. Yeah. When X-Men First Class put them in the blue and yellow... That's just the fucking greatest moment, man. Yeah, they made blue and yellow work. Yeah, everyone always joked about that, including the X-Men movie. You know, they mm-hmm. specifically threw a line in there. Oh, would you prefer blue and yellow spandex? Yes, I fucking would, dick. <laughs> it's a fucking sex dungeon leather. Yeah, rather have black and yellow spandex. That's what we want. So when, when our, so when our blue and yellow, sorry. So when they did blue and yellow uh first class outfits i was like you guys are awesome did you say black and yellow i did at first <laughs> black sorry. and yellow black and yellow yeah um no, i think the worst the worst offender was the worst was the first and the worst x-men movie where they're like all right everybody gets the same exact costume except for little colors on your shoulders that are going to be slightly different yeah. for no reason yeah give yeah. the people what they want yeah make it good dang it yeah all right uh, so i think the ball's back to you so I'm going to talk to you, li- dear listeners, about the most amazing game on the planet right now called Hyrule Warriors. Hyrule Warriors! And over, over the vacation, we got to, uh, we actually had to play together. Yeah, because what's the fucking greatest Zelda game? The kind you can play as a team. Yeah, dude. And, team Zelda. And offline co-op. Offline co-op. The only kind I like, by the way. Fuck yeah. online. Yeah, exactly. It was fucking great. So it's it's Dynasty Warriors. I finally remembered it. Dynasty Warriors, but with Zelda characters. And at some points, the uh, the developers who were not Nintendo, it was a third party uh, making it. Uh, they made more of a Zelda esque game, 
And Big N came in and was like, whoa, 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 no. <laughs> Make it a Dynasty Warriors game and just, like, put a couple of our, like, character skins on your guys. Because yep. that's, that's what the people want. The people want something new and fresh and different, and that's what we got. Someone said, take the old school game Gauntlet and adapt it 30 years later yeah fucking make it awesome so you're you're playing as a single character on a battlefield and the battlefields can be immense sometimes mm-hmm. they're tiny other times you, they got you running all over the place sometimes it's like wow thank goodness we're playing with two characters because like shit is happening all over the place like i never played dynasty warriors up to this point but it's basically like there's a huge battlefield with all these different keeps you know, all these castles that, and there's thousands upon thousands of monsters and your own forces fighting it out all at the same time. Yeah. But it's a blue on the map for you, red on the map for them. And it's dynamic too. So at some point, uh, like the monsters start turning the tide over on the east part of the map, but you're on the west part of the map, like fighting like one of the bosses from like the Zelda franchises. So you're mm-hmm. like, crap, what do I do? Do I go support my dudes and hope that the monster doesn't like go to our keep and kill off my, my killer team? Or do mm-hmm. I try and finish them off first and then run over there and hope that they held out long enough? Instead, so, I just go fight a lot and you go take out a <laughs> yeah, big dude. I, <laughs> I love this game. I love melee stuff. I love that there's thousands of people that you can one hit followed by mini and mega bosses you gotta like work hard against oh yeah. my god this action pack i just love just killing people all the time see and and you know as a hardcore gamer i was looking at this game as i look at all games and i was like you know i don't know guys i mean everybody says it's a lot of fun but you know watching the gameplay kind of looks like the same thing over and over again i don't know it looks like it could get boring it doesn't get boring no in fact it only gets better because guess what zelda and uh and you can you get to play as more and more characters you go so you don't have to be link um you could be i don't know what you get up to like 12 characters by the time i left tons tons and i mean uh free download come you can play as like some of the boss characters you, I think it's, I think it's up to like maybe fifteen plus characters at some point, and they all are awesome, except yeah. for except for the Goron, because fuck him. But and then everybody you, else is great. And I remember, like, I was gonna be Link, and you're like, all right, you get to pick from three weapons. You could have a sword, <laughs> a bigger sword, or a horse. I was like, fuck horse, yes, I'm gonna be a horse and weapon. And Link is just on a horse, and you just run people down and fucking donkey kick people in the nuts. Yeah. So good. <laughs> just run around like, I got a horse. And yeah. just horse people, dude. And so you just, and all these people, I'm like, eventually you just see the bad guys. They start running from you. You just run them down. Where you going, bitch? Run them down. <laughs> donkey kick, donkey kick in the face. Nobody else has a horse in the whole kingdom of Hyrule. You have uh. one horse. So you're cruising around, you run people down. If you just hit them with a horse, it counts as a hit. Yep. And you still got your big-ass sword, so you can slice people too. Yeah. Oh, my God. And all you got to do is he starts getting tired, you just feed him carrots. Yeah. And come on, baby, let's go. And then fucking donkey kick people in the nuts. Oh, my God. I could just do that forever. It was awesome. I just kept waiting for people to respawn so I could just crush them. Yeah. So there's, there's a ton of variety. Each character gives you... Actually, you unlock different weapons for each character, which gives you a ton of different play styles. What I was learning as I was going along was... And not only that, but there's a skill tree. And uh, so when you're mowing down people, you collect items. You use the items to upgrade your skills. You know. So And it's kind of the same exact skills for everybody. You know, so you're you're powering up like your 
bombs, your boomerangs, and also like how fast your magic meter fills, et cetera, et cetera. That's fun. My uh, magic meter filled fast when I saw how awesome this game was. <laughs> and I played with this one, this elf sorceress lady, mm-hmm. and she got these great magic spells, and you can just fucking annihilate like 100 people at a time with one of her spells. It's awesome. Yeah, once once I figured that out, that all right. So so you get like light attack and strong attack. So if you do like light attack a bunch of times in a row, usually that's all you need. But for kick-ass variety, for annihilating a ton of people all at once, you do like light attack, heavy attack, or light light heavy, or light 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 heavy. And you uh, when you upgrade your weapon, you get more and more of those until like you have like a giant nuke spell that annihilates a ton of dudes. Oh yeah, that's another part. Thank you, Chad. Thanks for bringing that up. God, how many games? When you want to do something cool, you have to look it up and there's a thing. It's like, it's like, all right, quarter turn, X, A, B, hold down oh, triggers, yeah. do this. And then by the time you get to it, it ain't working anymore. Mm-hmm. This game, these, these are the fight codes. X, 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 hold Y. <laughs> y, 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 hold X. X, X, Y, X, X, Y, 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 X. That's it. Just mm-hmm. do variations. Just do a couple variations of that or just mash the fucking buttons and your guy is fucking doing amazing <laughs> shit. It's awesome. Thank you. That's what uh, I want. I want to be able to do the cool stuff without having to like stick out my tongue and and you know hop on one foot and push all the buttons and you know I don't want to do the fucking fusion Dragon Ball Z dance in order to pull off a move. Exactly. No, it's it's just a ton of fun. The my my last note will be yes, uh, there is DLC for this game. Yes, I bought it. It comes in four packs, or you can just like Mario Kart, uh, or you can just pay twenty dollars for all the packs and save a bunch of money. It's so worth it. Uh, you get the horse. Uh, I got an amiibo with Link, so I got the spinner, another great weapon. You get like extra game modes, tons of different costumes, new characters. I mean, like there's so much extra content. They mm. don't, ju- you know, you're not just shelling out like a buck here. Right? You can like shell out a buck here, a buck there for like a couple of costumes. But like you buy, you buy the one pack, twenty bucks. It's a hell of a lot of value, and just like Mario Kart, I'm looking forward to future releases where they give me new parts of the DLC that I've already paid for. Yeah, I love that. It's like, hey, I already paid for it, and it's gonna come like at a later date. Cool. I'm looking forward to like you know picking it up again in a few months and being like, here's a new mode, or here's like a new character, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, all you need is horse. Yeah. <laughs> Boom, baby. What's I never was- thought a video game horse would be so much fun. How's the song go, like? Oh, you need a horse. A horse. Yeah. But he likes to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck yeah. All right. So, a couple of the things that I'm looking forward to. Well, this is a stupid, this is a, um, this is a lame plug. Okay. But uh, I've been working hard on some books. And so I'm looking forward to publishing. I've got this new series I'm working on. It's for younger kids. I got two books in the pipeline. So... Uh, if the first one is received well, the second one's going to be coming. Bam! Mm. You know, like three or four months after that one. So I'm excited for that. Uh, but So I had to at least say that. Yeah, well, and it's January, and that means MAGFest time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so in a couple weeks, on the 23rd of January, the film festival starts. I'm running this film festival called Games on Film. It is actually the biggest video game film festival in the world ever. And uh, legitimately... Because there aren't any. (laughs) And we got uh, three days of films. It's incredible. And just like, it's not like you're uh, like, you know, like made in your backyard kind of stuff. It's like real filmmakers pouring tens of thousands of dollars into making this stuff amazing. And a lot of filmmakers that are like, you know, like legitimate DPs and lighting guys, directors who just want to like have some fun on the side. 
They make mm-hmm. it a kick-ass side project. And it's all there. So check out... I'm going to post the schedule very soon, but all, you can check out all the films at gamesonfilm.com. I'll be there with my buddy Brett running the event with a ton of projectionist volunteers and just enjoying MAGFest. MAGFest is awesome. They've already... I don't know if they've released this information yet, but they've already surpassed, uh, just in pre-sales, the, the total number of people that came two years ago. Wow. Yeah, so they're like they're gonna max out the Gaylord Convention Center, which is a massive convention center pretty soon. And of course, probably the highlight of your film festival would be Knights of the Republic, Old Republic Three. Oh yeah, dude. The end of the trilogy by Kevin Smets, which you and I both have very, 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 very <laughs> minor voice acting roles in. Me, Chad and I are both in thirty second scenes, but that's fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, dude, and, and we both get killed off. Yeah! yeah! There's nothing better than watching me die as a, as a fucking Star Wars universe person. Kevin Smith is the man. Yeah, you dude. gotta go see this. It's gonna be an epic conclusion to a sweet-ass trilogy. I got my fingers crossed. No spoilers, but I got my fingers crossed that there's gonna be an after credit sequence. That's, the, that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> so you guys got like three weeks to bone up on the first two on YouTube. And then watch the third one. It's so incredible the way that he uh, that he hacked and modded uh, the original Knights of the Old Republic game mm-hmm. to to be able to make it more cinematic is great. Like watching it, you you wouldn't even think that you know this was an old RPG that's been modded. And like after like of like five minutes, like uh, the only person that doesn't move their mouth is the main character because he was never programmed that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but after like five minutes, I'm like, I don't care. You know, it doesn't look, it doesn't even look weird anymore. It's like, maybe he's talking with, like, force mind thingy. I don't, I don't even know. I'm just telling you, it is a work of art when you watch this. Yeah, dude. And we're it in it, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So that's that's going to be Sunday. That's going to close out the festival for us on Sunday night. Because you can't, you can't follow that up, so, you know, that's just no. how it is. I'm hoping, I'm hoping the, the 501st Legion is gonna, are going to be there. I emailed them a while back. They were interested, but it just takes, like, you know. Uh, regular folks who can commit the time. If yeah. if not, there's going to be a bunch of Star Wars people there anyway. So, and then of course, speaking with that, we might as well close this topic off mm-hmm. with obviously the Star Wars: The Force Awakens movie. Oh yeah, dude. I mean, how can that not be the thing you're most looking forward to this year? It just has to be. I'm looking forward to a, a Star Wars film that's not shitty. Yeah, I mean, Bam. if like if I somehow walked outside tomorrow and got hit by a, a tree. <laughs> and w- went into a coma, and I woke up, and I was like, "What year is it?" <laughs> be like, or if they were like, "You've been out for ten months," I'd be like, "Is the fucking pre-sale start yet for Force Awakens?" <laughs> and be like, "No, it starts next week. Put me, wheel me into the line. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> let me bring my IV bag." See, I would say if you go into a coma now, it'd be better to wake up when all three films are released, so you could just like marathon them. Yeah, I don't want to miss that much time in my life. No way, dude. Oh, dude. Worth oh, although I easily could, I could do, I could go like Steven Seagal, and it would just need like a five-minute music montage to get my magnificent body back. That's true. I mean, maybe you wake up and we're all using seashells instead of toilet paper. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna start now and practice. <laughs> just in case. Well, if you ace, hey, Sly Stallone told everybody exactly how it was supposed to go on Reddit one time. <laughs> oh fuck! What did he say? He said, "Well, there's three sea- seashells. The three shells." 
Yeah. And they kind of like laugh at him. They're like, he's like, there's three fucking shells instead of toilet paper. What am I supposed to do? Yeah. And Rob Schneider, et cetera, just kind of laughs at him. So he's he said, I'm sure I said this a podcast a little long time ago. He's like, you take the first two seashells and you kind of like use them in conjunction to like scrape away the poop off your butt. And then you take yeah. the third one and kind of clean up what's left. Okay. This is Demolition Man, if anybody doesn't know. Yeah, yeah. you got to know. <laughs> got to know it's Demolition Man. It was like the one burning question that everybody had for his uh, AMA on Reddit. They're like, but what about the three seashells? Well, what they need to do is do a prequel before Sly comes in. And during the period where he doesn't come out, or, you know, he's still frozen. Mm-hmm. And because all I want to know, it's just like in the original Star Wars, one throwaway sentence had a major impact when Princess Leia mentioned the Clone Wars. Right. In Demolition Man, one throwaway sentence is when Sandra Bullock mentions the fast food wars. Yeah. Because Taco Bell wins, and then Taco Bell is the only restaurant in the entire world left. <laughs> and it's like fucking fine dining. Everyone goes to Taco Bell. That's what I need to see. Demolition Man 2, the prequel, Taco, the fast food wars. You know, I, I rewatched Judge Dredd, the uh, Sly Stallone Judge Dredd. Yeah. I, I still love that movie. It's uh, good. It's good. It's still good. It's still funny. It's cheesy uh, awesome. They mention they mention the uh the the ABC robots from the I don't know what wars. Like basically I think the wars that wiped out the planet. Oh right, right. And it made me feel like, oh man, the robot is like one of the coolest parts of the movie. That robot is fucking awesome. Like, still. What, like what if you had wars with like, you know, thousands of those robots just ransacking everybody? Yeah. That'd be awesome. That would be cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah, maybe they make prequels to both of those. That's what we need. Yeah, exactly. Well, I got a couple thunder dumps. All right, dude, let's dump it out. All right, three of them. Did I mention last week that I got an Atari for Christmas? Yeah. Have you been okay. playing it? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's really funny because it came with sixty-seven games, mm-hmm. and in parentheses, only seven of them are good. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, you know, Asteroids still good. Okay. Space Space Invaders still good. Centipede, still good. Um, there's like a ton of really shitty sports games and stuff on there, and just a ton of games that you just look at you like, holy shit, I can't believe at one point someone went to the store and specifically just bought this one game. They probably thought it was good, too. Which I am now playing for like 15 seconds, and I'm like, nope, on to the next one. Well, I mean, back in the day, uh, you know, they didn't, res- they didn't take video games back for yeah. any reason, so... Uh, if you bought, like, let's say Transformers and the Commodore 64, which we did, yep. and it was god-awful, and you knew it was god-awful, you still had to play it because you didn't yep. have anything else. And by the way, it's so funny because back then, video games were like books. You just had some fucking sweet cover art. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's nothing like the inside. Oh. <laughs> like, the sweet-ass cover art of Atari games, and then you get in there, and there's just a couple blocks uh, rubbing up against each other, and it's like mini golf. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which I did play, and uh, it wasn't too bad. <laughs> you know, Nintendo Golf. I think that that, that still held up. Well, the, and the best thing, and, and this is the same thing as Commodore sixty four. The best thing about the Atari, and still is pretty fucking sweet, is a controller. Yeah, just a stick with a button. Yep. Yeah, I mean it's awesome. So yeah, the games aren't that complex, but I fucking love just having a stick with a button. Yeah. Sweet ass controllers, baby. I loved I loved reading about like what you're supposed to be seeing, or like you know they kind uh, yeah. of like in the manual they kind of prep your imagination a little bit. You know mm-hmm. they they get they prime you up. They're like, okay, the warriors from this planet, eons in the past, fighting yeah. their super space weapon god yeah. up in the sky, and there's just two little blocks. Yeah, there's the fucking green block, the space alien god. 
No, it's it's the dwarf hero. <laughs> oh, all right, 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 right. All right, we're good. I mean, people still people call adventure a masterpiece. I never yeah. I never cared for it. I thought. Oh, I, was, I have it. I have it now. I mean, it's just one of those games where it's like <laughs> the most basic fetch quest of all time. Oh yeah. It's the it's like that's it, and people still use it as you know like a formula for RPGs. But like, I played it too late in my life where I was just like, what is this? Okay, oh now the dragon's invisible and it can't win. Well, right. now I am the owner of Haunted House and Haunted House 2. Ooh. So I might have to play those back-to-back. God. Well, I hope they didn't put Pac-Man on there. No, it's not on there. Oh, good. Pac-Man was like a huge... Pac-Man was a bigger disappointment than E.T. Mm, well, easy now. Uh, no, no, seriously. I mean, yeah. people call E.T. a bad game because they don't know how to play it. People, yeah. people like, it, it. everybody knows how to play Pac-Man, but it didn't look or feel or play anything like the arcade. Yeah. But they made it up with Miss Pac-Man, so good on you. There you go. Um, well, I guess we got to mention this briefly. Although it's officially off the entire pop culture ra- uh, radar, it's gone now. But mm. we did download uh, The Day After Christmas and watch the interview. Oh, that's true. Yeah, people stopped talking about that a few days ago. Yeah, instant, it's gone. <laughs> it's been wiped Wait. out. No one gives a shit anymore. Wait, except, uh, except for our government. Our government's like, we're going to keep talking about it until something yeah. happens. Yeah, no one cares anymore. So we'll, <laughs> that's why it's safe for Thunderdomes. We watched it. It was awesome. It was fucking great. So good on you. And like, if you love those kind of movies, like, like it's very close to like, this is the end for like uh, the amount of silliness. Mm-hmm. And, and crudeness, which it was great. Loved it. Kim Jong-un, MVP, because he was secretly super funny. Oh, yeah. It was amazing. I mean, like, I was, I was, we had our whole family watching it, and I was laughing all the time. I don't yeah. watch a lot of stoner comedies, you mm-hmm. know, but, like, I didn't feel like this was, like, pandering that much to that crowd. It was just really funny on its own. Yeah. Yeah. So it was awesome. Thank you. Yep, go watch Thank it. Thank you to North Korea. Go watch it. It's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. I wasn't sure if I was going to watch it. Then I did. It was awesome. So yeah. go America. Yeah, and, and you know, if it wasn't for all the all the bullshit that happened around it, I probably wouldn't have seen it. So there I would have eventually, but I'm glad that I saw it with all you guys together and we had a good laugh at it. So Yeah, yeah. some, some good things came out of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, two other quick things. Emma Stone, good, a good actress. Yeah. Uh, she was in Zombieland. Zombieland, fantastic movie. Yes. They were just uh, interviewing her, and she's answering a bunch of questions. And one of the things was she admitted when she was on the set of Zombieland, well, I guess not on the set, in her trailer in between takes, mm-hmm. um, she went back and played Donkey Kong Country on Super Nintendo and beat it. Wow. She was like, you know what? I could never beat it as a kid, but now as an adult, I'm more mature. I went back, and I just worked that motherfucker forever and finally beat <laughs> Donkey Kong Country. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. So, is this love that I'm feeling? <laughs> is this the love, Emma Stone, that I've been searching for? Donkey awesome. Kong Country, not an easy game. and a, but, a, but an awesome game. I mean, I played that a lot. Oh, yeah. Never beat it. But I just love that Emma Stone went and beat it while also shooting a fucking awesome movie, Zombieland. Great. That's great. Nerd boner. Yeah, dude. Boom. Awesome. That's um, great. The last one I have. Last Thunderdump I have. Okay. We started to do this last year when I said it was an unofficial contest, a Twitter contest. And the whole thing was to get famous people to retweet you, uh, to message you, or to favorite your tweets to them. Mm -hmm. And so we kind of had like a little bit of a running tally, you know, because I got a couple famous people and some of our listeners did too. And then I think you came up with the the thing. You're like, well, we should just do it as a, a running tally for a full year. Yes. Here we go. 
2015 Twitter contest. You've got to see if you can get uh, famous people on Twitter to either respond back to your tweet or to retweet it or at least to favorite it. Mm. If you do, take a screen capture, put it on our Facebook page. You know I'm going to be doing it. So, because uh, I was pretty pumped last year, I got like three, I think. Um, so, it's going to be the entire year of 2015. Okay. So you've got plenty of time. Take your time, because I don't want to get crushed that bad. Um, <laughs> the only thing is, we have to loosely define the term celebrity. Okay. All right. If you get the inker of an independent comic book to reply to you on your tweet, it doesn't fucking count. Ah. Doesn't count. They got to be real. Okay. So yeah, I, I feel like we're so low. On the totem pole, we you know I'll accept anybody talking about us. <laughs> no, well, no, no, no. It's not talking about us. You you can just like slurpy derp on them. Okay, okay. As long as they retweet you. That's true. Okay, like, all it right. I no, sorry. Let me let me clarify. This has nothing to do with our podcast. Ah, you were just writing to them. Like I I got to I made one of them laugh. They retweeted me. Or I wrote the guy who on the, who uh, who the creator of the Goldbergs. It's a sitcom. Mm-hmm. Just uh, he did a Goonies episode, and I was just slurping it. And he wrote back to me, and he was like, "And they said I was crazy to do it." Hmm. Stuff like that. That counts. Cool. But uh, if they're but you can't do super super independent people because of course they're gonna write back because they don't you know they don't have any Twitter followers. <laughs> they'd be like us. They'd be like us. Like I've been complimented before. They'd be like, "Hey." You respond to every single comment on Facebook. That's yeah. so cool. You, you, that's so unlike any other celebrity. And I'm like, that's eh, because we're not celebrities. Yeah. So I don't want to be a dick and have you say, "Hey, look, I got this person right back," and I'm, I hate to be the one that says, eh, "That doesn't really count, dude." But you know, <laughs> it, it doesn't hey, count unless hey, it's cool. it can count to me. It counts to me. Like I said, it's not, it doesn't have to be a megastar. Like I got some TV shows to retweet me and stuff. No big deal. I'm just saying, you know, if they're independent artists, it doesn't count. I'm sorry. Yeah. You have to be out there killing it somehow. All right. So, but that's the contest. It's all 2015. Get yourself retweeted or message wrote, uh, wrote back to you or at least uh, your tweet favorited. If you do, screenshot that bitch, put it on Facebook, and we'll, uh, we'll keep it running telling 2015. At the end of the year, we'll see who is the, uh, who's the coolest at slurping uh, celebrities. The tweetiest. Yeah. So, you know I'm all in because, like I said, I wish we could have like a, a D-list is okay. As long as they used to be mega famous for something. Okay. That still counts. Right. If they're up and coming famous, it does not count. Like I said, independent comic book artists, shit like that. They have to at least have been famous for something. So, I mean, if you can get fucking David Hasselhoff to retweet you, mm. uh, you know, that counts. You know, even though he wasn't, has, you know, so I'm saying like that. Or like, you know, some, if you get the lead character from the American Ninja movies from the 80s, <laughs> if he has a Twitter account... <laughs> Unless he's finally succumbed to all the ninjas. Oh, man. Uh, if you can get him, you know, that counts. You had to, If you were rock star famous at one point, but you're not now, we'll count it. But you had to have at least been famous. After, you know, the, with, with the passing of Christine Cavanaugh, it makes, it makes me feel like, you know, sometimes when people go off the, uh, off the radar, uh, they're off, and they're not, they're not coming back on. Not in terms of, like, dying, but, you know, you know she retired in 2001, yeah. you know, and it's been, like, 13, 14 years. We haven't heard anything because she's been out just, like, not being in the public eye, having kids, living her life, etc. So it's it's it, I feel like it's it's really interesting, uh, except in the case of the Iron Sheik because it turned because he's actually not tweeting anything. But well, I feel like it's interesting when people from twenty years ago come back and be like, "Hey, I'm on Twitter," and that and that's the thing too. I'm just curious. I want people to do this because I'm just curious to see who, see who you can get. 
Because all you guys here are gonna go out there like like I said, this is the vi- this is like the version of what I wanted to do. You know, like uh, like four months ago, I was like, man, you know, we need to get like all these D-list celebrities and and throw like a party and and do uh, crowd fundraising for it and stuff like that. It ain't gonna happen. We all know this. <laughs> um, but if we can at least get those guys on Twitter to acknowledge us, that's awesome. Hey man, the bit the the party that I'm gonna be going to and attending and hanging out with people on is at Megfest. We yeah. got a we got a big ass lounge and bring my Wii U and my amiibos and we're gonna have a good time and and I put it out there last time last time it happened man we we threw down in Mario Kart Wii it was amazing and I'm totally willing to do that again because I love playing video games with other people so I'll see you all there sweet all right well, that's all I got. Okay, well, so we're the Jumpman Podcast. You can check us out every week for free over at jumpmanpodcast.com. You can subscribe to us on iTunes or check us out at retrowaretv.com or elder-geek.com. Yeah. And uh, for for those of you keeping score, we were a couple days late this week because I was in Western New York and was having problems uploading to our FTP server. It's yeah, yeah. So we're usually releasing on Tuesdays unless it's some kind of issue. Well, we'll make it up to you, and uh, look us up on Friday or Saturday, and we'll take you out on a date to Taken 3. There you go. <laughs> yeah. All right. Peace. See Jumpman engage. I find your lack of faith disturbing. One shall stand. 